Hello, I am back. This is my second episode ever of I Do Me Too. And I posted my first episode yesterday after recording it once, throwing a couple little edits on there. Mind you, I've never done anything like this before, so I was honestly pleasantly surprised with myself for doing it once, posting it, and being done with it. Because I'm the type of person who records things 17,000 times before sending it. So, um, I think this is good for me. This is a good little let go. Anyway, so I do me too. This is a podcast for couples, for brides, for whoever you may be that's getting married or people who just like to listen to wedding stuff. That's cool too. Um, This is from a photographer's perspective. I am a wedding photographer. I have been photographing weddings for years. My first one was 12 years ago. Um, albeit it has not been consistent. I've had some, some, uh, hiatuses, hiatus hiatuses. And, uh, but I'm back. I'm back full time now and it's better than ever. Um, but the point that I'm trying to make is that I have a lot of experience in weddings and, uh, I want to share this information freely with my couples and with couples who are hiring another photographer because I truly enjoy seeing happy, stress-free couples. I offer a ton of free resources. There's a bunch of information on my blog. Um, If you go to my Instagram at kinseynall.photography, you will find a free planning tool, which I think is pretty helpful. Um, If anything, it's a free thing. You can just download it, and if you don't like it, then don't use it. So go check that out. So this is actually working out really well because as I'm exporting my photos from my editing software, I can't really do a whole lot else with my computer because it's just like stuck. And so I'm left kind of twiddling my thumbs, getting a snack, taking a walk. Um, So I think this is a productive use of my time and it'll benefit other people as well as me. So let's get into it. This episode is going to be a little bit about my background, my history, how I got to where I am, Um, and then from there we're going to jump into a series about uh, some different wedding planning things. I haven't quite decided how I'm going to start it or how many episodes there will be, but it will be some very helpful information to those of you out there who are planning a wedding. So a little bit about moi. Um, I am 28 years old. I know, I know, I know. I'm going to be 28 for the next 10 years, just FYI. Um, I'll be 29 29 next month. I can't even say it. I'll be 29 next month, and I'm not happy about it. Uh, Anyway, so I live in Lubbock, Texas. I'm from New Mexico originally, but I've been in Texas for 10 years-ish. And uh, so this is my home. I don't really claim New Mexico anymore. I love New Mexico. I have a lot of family that lives in New Mexico, but it's not my home. Texas is my home, y'all. I have one son. He just turned six this last week. I can't believe how fast time flies. It's crazy. Hug your kids. So he's uh, he's six years old. He's a little spitfire. He's very smart. I think he's smarter than I am most days. He loves Legos. He's a pretty cool kid. His name is Truett. You'll see him on my Instagram and around my website. He's pretty involved. We actually got him a camera for his birthday, like a real... DSLR camera and he loves it. He's so excited about it and I'm really excited that he loves it because that means he's just taking after his mama. 
so there's him and then my husband my husband is Garrett and he is a business owner as well and he uh, he builds houses and he rents out well he manages Airbnbs for people so he doesn't own them all he owns a few but he manages these properties he manages like 80 of them and it's insane and he works all the time but so do I so it kind of works out poor Truett <laughs> he's uh gosh he entertains himself pretty well we'll just say that uh, I try to make it up for it on the weekends sometimes when I don't have weddings so that's my family I have well I I own two dogs I own a little uh mutt named Paxton and he's about 10 years old and then a golden doodle named Tallulah, and she is two years old, two and a half. For my doodle owners out there, are your dogs like crazy handsy? Like her paws are always up on my face or somewhere. She's jumping all over me. She puts a paw right on my knee when she wants to be pet, and she like puts it, puts it down, puts it back up every time until I start petting her. It's very annoying, but she's so cute, so I kind of have to. And uh, I also have a cat, and his name is Miko, and he's the coolest cat ever. He's really cool. Uh, we found him in the in the driveway. He found us, and he's just he's like a dog. He just hangs out with the dogs. He rolls around outside in the dirt, and then he comes in and begs for food. So pretty cool little cat. I think he's my favorite. Don't tell anyone I said that. My family, my animals, my home. I uh, left a career in nursing. I was an RN for three years and uh, I didn't know really what I wanted to do. I also have my cosmetology license, which I graduated with in 2013. And I've used that a little bit, but it's not really my calling. And then I did nursing and nursing school is not for the faint of heart. And I did it I did prerequisites while I was pregnant with Truett, and then I had Truett, and I went through nursing school. I started when he was eight months old, and for some of that time, I was a single mother. So, whew, I, I sacrificed a lot, and I worked really hard to become a nurse, and then I didn't like being a nurse. So, I enjoyed the work of it, but come to find out, it's healthcare isn't really about the patients anymore I think at one point it was now it's more about the money and how quickly things can happen for the hospital it might be a different case it might be that that was just my experience but that was my experience and I got out of it now I didn't really know what I wanted to do once I got out of nursing so I used my cosmetology license and I did lash extensions for like a, a minute just a small very small blip in time and then I thought, well, I'll get my real estate license. And I started working in real estate classes, and that did not fit. And <clears throat> then I thought, well, I'll do architectural drafting. Well, that didn't fit either. I like that, but it just it didn't fit. So then I was like, well, I need, a, I need a real big girl job. I need a career that I'm going to stick with. And so I applied for a sales position with a local home builder, not my husband, somebody else. And... Uh, they have five interviews, five. So over the course of like a month and a half, well, I guess it's two months, I interviewed with these people and I did, I did four interviews and they called me in for my fifth. And after my fourth, I was like, no, I did not, 
I'm not going to get this job. I completely blew it. And so I went home and I was like, okay, plan B, photography, plan B, that's all I have left. And so I really dug my heels into my business when I thought that I had botched this other interview. And then they called me for a fifth interview and I thought, oh my gosh, what have I done? So um, I, I thought about it, I prayed on it, and I actually had a dream. Like, I, it sounds absolutely insane when I say it out loud. But I had a legitimate actual dream. I took a nap one day and I dreamt that I was photographing one of my friend's wedding and this wedding planner came up to me and he said, hey, I really need to talk to you. And I said, okay. So he pulls me aside. This is a dream, guys. He pulls me aside and he said, if you were pursuing anything else, you need to stop. This is where you need to be. Photography is your purpose let that soak in for a sec. I literally had a dream where this guy said it to me. I know it sounds absolutely insane and like I don't even believe myself when I say it out loud because it sounds crazy, but it happened. So after that, I thought, okay, I can't continue to betray myself and my passions for society's molds of what I should be. And so I called the company that I was interviewing with and I said, I'm sorry that I've wasted your time, but I cannot move forward with this. And that was the day my life changed. So I have been, that was back in November of this year. Well, of last year, right? What are you, 2021, yeah. So yes, about seven months ago. <laughs> and I have never been happier. My life has changed completely. I am home, I work from home. I'm an introvert, guys. I know you can't tell, right? No, but I, I love sitting at home by myself and working. It's the best thing ever. My mom thinks I'm absolutely insane, uh, which I probably am a little bit, but I get to clean when I want to. I get to go to my son's school functions. I get to keep him home during the summer. It's lovely. It's just absolutely lovely. Lovely. It's my, it's my, it's just my happy place. And I love what I do. I love working with couples. I love working with seniors, seniors as in college seniors. I, I like old people too, but you know, for my job, I really enjoy working with people who are graduating college. And I, it just makes me feel alive when I'm behind the camera working with somebody. And then when I get to hear or see somebody's reaction to their photos, it warms my heart so much. It's just elating each time. I think I used that word right. Call me it if I didn't. So all this time, since I was eight years old, when I first picked up a camera and then into high school, I took photography classes. I took photography classes in college. I wanted to be an aerial photographer in the Air Force. That didn't pan out because I get motion sick in aircraft. Wow. Didn't know that. That was a fun, fun little revelation. So I just, I had this on the side my whole life and my whole life I just convinced myself that it wasn't a viable career, but it was and now it is. And I am so, so happy to be in the position that I'm in now. Looking back to a year, year and a half ago when I was a nurse, I was so miserable, you guys. I, I, it was rough. It was really rough. 
Um, I had good people in my life and I had a good support system and I, you know, it wasn't anything crazy. Yeah, I've struggled with depression here and there, but it was being inside for eight to 12 hours a day. I worked in two different places. One was a 12 hour shift and one was an eight hour shift and not being outside and feeling the sun on my skin and not being able to have flexible hours to be where my son needed me to be um, and not being able to develop some of my goals and ambitions in life. It got to me, you guys. It got to me really bad. And I didn't really, I knew that it was making me unhappy, but I didn't really understand like to which degree. And once I got out of it, it just, it was so, uh, it, was, it was like this pivotal moment. And I was like, wow. You know, and you think about all the nurses who are still nursing. I got out right in the middle of COVID. And, I mean, more power to the nurses who stayed. I, I don't know how you all did it or are still doing it. Just thank you. Thank you. I didn't have that strength and I didn't have that. Um, I didn't want to make that sacrifice for myself, for, um, for my patients. And... I struggle with that. I feel I feel pretty guilty about it, but I really had to put my son first and my own mental health first so I could continue living a happy life and set a really good example for my son. Okay, enough about that sad stuff. Um, <clears throat> so, wedding photography has been, uh, photography in general has been in my life for a very long time, um, for 20 years to be exact, and I just treated it as a side hustle for a really long time because I put limits on myself and I thought, you know, there's no way that I'm good enough. There's too much competition. It's not a viable career. How would I, how, you know, just I, the list goes on. And my husband told me, Kinsey, just, just do photography full time. And I'm like, what? I have bills to pay. <laughs> and I just did not see how I could possibly make that work as a full-time career and you know I just decided okay I don't have any other options let's just go for it I'm not going back to nursing let's just see what happens and after taking that leap of faith I am just so glad that I did and so uh to be more specific about my photography experience I started when I was eight with a Fujifilm camera that my mom had my dad had passed away when I was seven and I think my mom purchased the camera because she realized that we didn't have a lot of pictures of my dad and she wanted to I think focus some more energy on getting photos of the family and us well trying to enjoy ourselves as much as we could in those circumstances and so I grabbed the camera one day and we had this cat his name was Cookie and uh, I rode horses and so we had a saddle and I had gotten this blanket that was like the sunset colors with like little horses running across it and so <laughs> this is going somewhere I promise so my cat Cookie is I find him lounging on this saddle one day in the sun and I thought wow that's really cute I want to take a picture of that and I didn't like the background for some reason so I somehow fashioned this horse blanket behind the saddle and the cat 
to block out. It was like kind of a backdrop situation. And the cat didn't move. So I don't know. I don't know how I made this happen. But so I snapped the shot. And then my mom, bless her heart, she had it printed. And we entered it into the county fair. And I won grand prize. I won a ribbon as big as I was. Like not expecting to win. I was not technically savvy at all. I just like literally picked up a camera and took a picture. Not a big deal. But that moment sparked a whole trajectory in my life. And after that, I just started taking pictures of everything, everything. And my mom, she still has pictures that I took when I was in middle school and high school. And she bought me a camera one year for my my birthday. And it's just, I would go into town and I would just walk around town taking pictures of random things. Now they were terrible photos. Like these, the quality of these photos was rough. And I thought I was being all cool with like the perspective it was like a twisted angle and stuff. Some of them, some of them were pretty good. I will say some of them were like, wow, that was impressive for a 12 year old or whatever. But a lot of them were just like, what was I thinking? And then the editing, gosh, uh, it's a little cringy. So and then fast forward to college. I took some college classes. I took a uh, high school. I took a college class in high school because I graduated a year early. And um, I was just, I was really interested in knowing more. And then I took a wildlife course, a college course in high school. Um, and I, I took a bunch of pictures and they were really good. It was like macro photography. And I got really excited about it again. And um, I realized that like what was making me so happy about photography. Now, I didn't realize this then, but I'm realizing it now is that it allowed me to get a different perspective on life. And I was dealing with a lot, losing my dad at an early age. We moved towns um, and my mom had remarried and it was it was a lot for a little girl. And so I was finding these new perspectives, finding beauty where other people didn't necessarily see it. And I think that was really refreshing for me. And I think it was a good creative outlet for me. So uh, at this wildlife class, I took a bunch of, you know, photos of like flowers and, you know, like yucca plants and stuff. It was a really cool class. And I got some really cool photos that are still some of my favorites. And then I went to college and I took more photography classes and I loved it. I loved it. Um, and then I, and then my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer and, uh, it got, it got really scary for a little bit. My grandfather died and then my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer. Um, so I dipped, I, oh, oh, and <laughs> I was engaged. I was 18, you guys, and engaged. Crazy, I know. Um, I don't know where that guy is now, but we, needless to say, broke up. But we broke up and it was very traumatic for me, especially during a time in my life that I was so fragile. I just lost my grandpa, who was very, very important in my life. And uh, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer. I thought, who, who else am I going to lose? And so I dealt with it the only way I knew how by not dealing with it. So I moved and I started cosmetology school. And uh, I, just, I just kind of kept on trucking in the best way that I knew possible. And that involved me not paying attention to anything around me. So then 
I graduated cosmetology school and I moved to Lubbock. Now my grandma was born in Lubbock. She was baptized in Lubbock. There's a church here that uh, on University Avenue and that's the church that she was baptized in because her father was a priest. Isn't that crazy? So I moved to Lubbock just to get out of New Mexico. I figured it would be a good first step. So I ended up here and I didn't know what I was doing with my life. I was bartending and waiting tables and kind of just picking up odd jobs where I could. I worked at a tanning salon for a little bit. I started dating a tattoo artist. I was just being young and dumb and crazy. And I definitely lost sight for a little while there. And then I met my son's dad, Tom, and he sadly um, left us. Um, this February and um, so it's it's Truett and me and now his new stepdad Garrett and we miss him tremendously but I I met him and we started dating we fell in love I got knocked up and then I was pregnant and I had no career and so my mom said you need to pick something let's go let's do it and so I did I, I chose nursing and so I went to nursing school I did it I got it done and it served its purpose. Um, and then I started started taking pictures again when Truett was born. I asked for a camera, so Tom's parents got me a camera for Christmas. I was just so excited. And so I started taking pictures of Truett and of the family and, you know, just like random things. It was a family camera. And then somebody asked me to take pictures for our nursing school graduation. And so I did, and I loved it. And I thought, why have I not... Why have I let this go? What was it that happened that made me let go of photography? Why I just let go of myself? My house had got broken into when I was when I first moved to Lubbock. They stole all my equipment, and so I just I never got back into it. Well, I did, but I didn't get back into it after that for a long time. And then taking pictures of a classmate as like an actual photo session felt so good, so good to get back out there. And so I started focusing my energy on that again. And by the time I graduated nursing school, I had started a photography business. And it was my plan to just do it on the side. And I did do it on the side for a while. And, uh, and then, you know, fast forward, we get to the point where I have a dream about a random wedding planner telling me that photography is my one and only passion. <laughs> and you get the present. So here I am. Um... And that's, that's pretty much my, my life story. That's pretty much my history. Uh, I don't think I left anything out, honestly. I'm an open book, guys. And I've learned that in being vulnerable and being transparent, it can it, sometimes it can bite you in the butt, um, but sometimes it can bring forth a lot of really cool opportunity to meet new people, to learn things about new people, to learn new things about life in general. Um, so I've learned to not care so much about what other people may think or say about my story because it's my story and it's uh, it's me. It's what makes me me. So if, if you don't like it, that's okay, bye. But um, if you do like it, then maybe something that I said resonated with you and maybe I can inspire you to do something that you wouldn't have done before. Um, maybe I can inspire you to get a camera. I don't know. Pick up a camera and start doing photography.
So uh, I would recommend it to anybody. And it's truly something that is, um, it's healthy. It's, it's just, it's all of it is just, uh, there's no word for it. It's perfect. It's just a great, great, great career. And even if it's not a career, it's a great hobby. You know, it's not that expensive to get into. You buy a camera, it doesn't have to be a fancy one. And you start taking pictures. Like it's that simple. So, you know, you can change your perspective on things a little bit or see the beauty in something that you wouldn't have seen in before without a camera in your hand. And uh, so I just encourage you to, uh, to start thinking about seeing things a little bit differently maybe in your life and taking a different perspective, taking, maybe taking a scenic route. Take the scenic route today. Um, if you do and you end up in an accident, it's not my fault, okay? Disclaimer, disclaimer. Um, I don't know why that came to my head. I just bought a Volvo. I think that's why, because I'm like, ooh, <laughs> let's be safe in our cars. There's been a lot of car talk lately. Anyway, so moving forward from this episode, we'll be talking about wedding planning. I promise not to give you 30 minutes of uh, my story again. This is a one and only kind of situation. So um, in the next episode, I'll start talking about the, um, the order in which we should book things for our wedding um, and then why. So the reasons behind that. Um, so if you're interested in that, stay tuned and I'll see you next time.